this then. What's all it this? It is episode th- 68. 58, Grace. <laughs> this is why I'm doing the... No, I'm doing... All right, you're done. I'm doing the intro. I December also- 20th, 2021. Welcome to Stop Skeletons and Podcasting. Uh, it is the, the 58th episode of this of this fine podcast. It's me, Uncle Derek. I'm Grace. And uh, you, you were saying something, Grace, and I, I kind of talked over you because I wanted to get to the intro, but I, I want to give you the chance to. Yeah. So I don't know if Derek's going to leave it in, but right before this, <laughs> I got the number wrong and I said it was the 68th episode of the podcast, which was very wrong. And also, I want to formally apologize to everyone um, if you aren't a part of the Patreon, this will be kind of confusing, but for when we posted the Resident Evil VR, Resident Evil VR video, mm-hmm. I was so sure it was episode 69 it of was not. Punching Way. It was not. And it turns out it factually was not. It was the 68th. This is a problem I have consistently for almost everything in my life. I consistently cannot remember how many years Derek and I have been dating. <laughs> or when our anniversary Seven? Is. <laughs> Five? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's Derek told me the other day that we met in the year 2013 because that was when we got my uh, we my parents bought a puppy that year mm-hmm. and he was like oh yeah that's when we met and I was like we're as old as Lady yeah the dog's name is Lady sorry yeah. <laughs> um it was very confusing so apologies the next punching weight will be episode 69 yeah I'm just upset because from the YouTube release we had to cut. A few of our 69 related we did content that's why if, you, if you're curious um on the on the youtube version during the credits i just say help us get to, to, to 420 that was a joke because like we got to 69 now let's get to 420 uh so now that joke just kind of comes out of nowhere <laughs> <laughs> uh, what really happened was uh and this actually kind of works into the announcement we, we just made here's what actually happened grace okay is uh uh you were working on the 64 dd game boy camera video mm-hmm. um and i really had to kind of you know after the shooting and the recording i just kind of was you and our editor really uh took it home i was too busy trying to finish off the expo video um and so i was i i, so I at, at some point as- at, at some point the folder got labeled pw68 yeah Der- Derek is really is in charge of that he usually does the numbering thing mm-hmm. and you can really tell because the past mortem videos, which are kind of all sort of my projects, or at least I'm the one who starts the folder, mm-hmm. um, are not numbered. And it's kind of a hell shit show mm-hmm. of a yeah. <laughs> organization structure. <laughs> it's kind of terrible. I wish Derek had at some point just kind of come in and labeled them, but it hasn't. Yeah. I mean, I should have asked. <laughs> it, I, and I, I, you know, but also I should have known not to trust you. <laughs> <laughs> I should have known that I should double check that. And so from that information, I was like, oh, yeah, 69. Let's make some 69 jokes. But the good news yeah. is that the Zebo punching weight um, is going to be number 69. Yep. So that, that seems fitting. That's fun. And I think it'll be good because it's going to come, you know, in the future. And so uh, we we have wanted to do like more celebration type streams for punching weights and stuff. Like when we've hit big numbers, like 50 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because we've been doing them forever, and we just never really had the time. And I'm hoping that we will have the time to celebrate this arbitrary number because mm-hmm. we just made a big change to our Patreon yes. that we wanted to talk about. Uh, the good news is that like uh, Punching Weight also is going to turn officially six years old in January. The first episode uh, came out 2016. And so maybe I can get that video kind of to coincide. The 69th Punching Weight on the sixth anniversary. That's fitting, right? 
But um, yeah, the reason why that 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 happened, the reason why that was kind of an issue, was because um, Grace was trying to get that uh, Game Boy camera video uh, done quickly, and it took it, it it had to be done that month because of how we used to have our Patreon set up. Um, and uh, we were talking here on Monday. Uh, this is this this is going to go live on Tuesday. This uh, uh this podcast here, as well as the uh, vlog that we've uploaded. That we've uploaded the vlog and explained our case on Monday here, but it's going to go kind of more more public on Tuesday. We are switching our Patreon from monthly, sorry, from per video uh, to monthly. And um, that doesn't sound like a big deal. Actually, I saw somebody say, like, I thought you already were monthly. (laughs) (laughs) We still get paid monthly, I suppose. That's the difference. Yeah, it's it's weird because, like, when Patreon started, like, the first business model that Patreon had as a company when it came out was, like, per creation. And they added the monthly thing uh kind of like late not late in i guess but like after they started as a company and i remember like when derek started the patreon initially the monthly thing was still kind of new and it at the point where people weren't really sure what you should do because this was also like kickstarter was going on Mm. and like all of this stuff, Indiegogo, I guess, and GoFundMe yeah, was lo- still new. Like all happening. of this stuff hadn't really been figured out. Yeah, quite that, yet. that was like when people were just doing simple, like, uh, like, hey, I want you know ten thousand dollars to make this. What if he takes the money and runs? It's like, well, that's just that's not that. That's how this whole thing works. That doesn't say anything about this one person. That was also when, like, you know, it was a different world back then. Honestly, it was uh, having a Patreon at all usually meant you got like a handful of comments. Uh, in every video, people being just like livid, up so upset that you even you were even asking for money at all. The idea that you could do this for a living, mm-hmm. <laughs> the idea that this was this was a job that was difficult, uh, and you know people could make money off of it. We are way past that. Um, but we've been working on the model of per video, and uh, at first, like that was such a clutch thing because I, I, I needed that challenge of of you know, got to get videos done every damn month. You know, the, 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 the challenge of that is, you know, no videos in that month, no money at all. Whereas if, uh, you know, you're monthly videos, yes or no, you still get, you know, you still get paid every month. Um, and so I wanted to be more, uh, consistent. I thought that like for sure in 2015 that, uh, if I just, if I could just take happy video game nerd and just make it more consistent, then I would be, uh, far more successful um and unfortunately and, and no that was true and well uh, it was true except that you know in 2015 by then doing you know 15 minute breakdowns on nintendo games the the trend had moved on right <laughs> um, you need to do something modern like 64 bit like the jaguar yeah do the math do the math <laughs> <laughs> well, that's where pun- well, also, that, that's where punching weight came from that was like you know punching weight was Really, that's where I also discovered that, like, yo, Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance, people are always down for more. Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, Resident Evil. Oh my gosh, yeah. Those are like the four things that I feel like uh, are evergreen. That you know, we could just make videos on those and probably do fine. I would get bored, but holy shit, I feel like every time that we can't go back to the Game Boy well again, Mm -hmm. we do, and people seem to enjoy it. So it's like, man, well. I am I am struggling so hard because we Derek and I internally have been talking about uh, switching over to monthly from 
per creation for years now. Yeah. And I have been honestly so anxious this whole past month about this. Like I, I've just been kind of my stomach spit in knots. And now that we finally announced it, I am I've achieved like a euphoric state. And um when you mentioned Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance, I just wanted to announce that I finally finished Advance Wars 2 yesterday. So that's all. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Right. I was just I'm having a hard time focusing. Yeah. But anyway, no, yeah, this it, it's Game Boy is very good. So this has yeah, we've been talking about this for years, and the reason why we haven't done this switch um is because by doing this, we are essentially kneecapping our revenue stream. Um, and you know, we try and get two videos a month. And when you're per creation, that's more than one video a month. And by going monthly, we are essentially uh, locking ourselves into the one video a month uh, revenue stream. We still plan to do more than that. The YouTube, the YouTube channel is going to have to be it's more also, consistent. It's also different because, like back when you start, we started um, two videos a month. Probably, I'm just going to say, meant maybe 20 minutes of like edited written written video material combined you know not nah, closer to half hour you think yeah I, two 15 minute videos i feel like our videos were normally like 10 to 12 but okay so t- let's say <sighs> maybe i guess i don't remember let's say 20 because i <laughs> we made like eight minute videos like well back I, in the day it's like yeah the first few episodes of punching weight were short yeah they like videos used to be short and now like two videos means like a combined like like two 25 minute things yeah. or whatever it's it's just like different now and so well, I, also when we think about short videos like to me <laughs> like the resident Evil 4 vr and uh game boy camera dd video those are short videos but they're both like 17 minutes long yeah but in terms of like the writing and the production it feels like they're like so much shorter and easier to do you know than like the, the delisteds and the past mortems and stuff like that and like the bigger uh scoped like punching weights that i want to do yeah um, so it's honestly like we've gotten be, so much better at this, I think, too. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be the same amount of video, probably. But I, I do think it's not going to be like, I guess our upload schedule has been really spotty lately. But this is partially why because of the two video struggle. But yeah. I, I'd say that, you know, like the, the X-Bone video was sort of like two to three videos in one. If that makes sense mm-hmm. in terms of length. I don't but, know. But also, like, he, uh, here's here's how it, here's how a, a typical month for Stop Skeletons happens. Uh, we finish our videos on the 30th, the 31st, whatever. Um, and then it's like, all right, maybe we relax on the first, you know, chill out. And then we get to work and we start doing ideas. We start scheming. We start scheming. We start planning. We start kind of outlining. We start researching. Um, uh, suddenly, I look over and it's the 15th. <laughs> and none of the videos we started are ready to go yet. And we have this panic and we go, shit, we have to get two done now. And so we just kind of pick the two that are the closest that are ready or but that are, can be done kind of quickly and short while again, short 17 minutes, four and a half pages. Yeah. But like, um, and I guess I would like to think that, you know, the quality's always been there. We try really hard to make every video count and make sure we pick topics that we are interesting, but we do have to pick the ones that are longer over the ones or the ones that are shorter over the ones that are longer, you know, but we i'm so tired of that anxiety that 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 moment we have of like oh shit we have two weeks to finish things and all we have are like a couple of outlines and half researched uh ideas or it feels like that yeah it just feels a little cyclical and um we wanted which is fine like you know we're it's because this is like 
a job and we're making a product. So it, inherently it's always going to be stressful and there's always oh, yeah. going to be like scrambling like at the end. And that's not what we're talking about. It's more like for me during that moment where we were like, oh, no, we need to get this done. It really constrained what topics we could work on. Yeah. And I really hated it because I, especially this year, was feeling like, man, there are these other videos that I am more passionate about that I think our audience is more passionate about, but I can't work on them because I need to do X. I need to do like a smaller video yeah, instead. Yeah, because we have to get that done by in two weeks. Yeah, you know? and they're still like good videos, but it it felt like, oh, okay, this isn't helping the channel anymore. Well, that, that, this is hurting the channel. Yeah, so that, and that's why, why we, the we just need to change. Yeah, the Expo video took almost two years to make. Well, for for numerous for numerous reasons, that was also reasons. like, yeah, we did the connect video at the end of 2019 and then, then 2020 happened. That was a huge part of it, too. But, you know, we you started working on Xbone. What, like June? Like basically when when we you were done with. It. Yeah, basically you were kind of working on it all year. But then when we were done with Engage is when you got back into that pretty serious. So, yeah. So basically and I it took a while. It took like six months, I think. And the reason it took so long is because I was kind of writing it whenever i had free time like you know usually we stop work at eight and so i would be like okay i'm gonna stop work i'm not working but, but. i'm gonna do the exponent video from like eight to ten mm -hmm. <laughs> you know like that kind of thing so it was kind of, it was really just like what i i did it when i could mm -hmm. and um you know it's you know whatever and, and that video benefited from uh you know basically between uh sober dwarf and myself we spent a month basically editing that video. Yeah. Uh, Sober Dwarf gave us a really solid cut. That was when we watched it and went, oh shit, we... We made mistakes. We, yeah, it was like, no, absolutely, absolutely no fault of what she did. She did a fantastic job. Um, But we watched it and we're like, oh, yeah. Uh, we we did like three reshoots in that damn video. Um, And so we had, we had, we had, but thankfully we had the time to do that. You know, what we, we, we had, we had budgeted the time we still had like a solid week or so. So we were doing reshoots and fine tuning things. And uh, that's why I think that video came out so well, because everybody had the time and the energy to really make this fun product. And it's and then, yeah, we say in the video like, yo, this 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 fun video, this fun product. I feel like product does sound it product sounds strange, but I guess it is in, in terms of that. But this video, it came out and yo, in terms of the growth and the numbers was just like. The, it's it's already the biggest video of uh of the year for us um it seems like the people like those bigger ones and i'm frankly yeah, biggest really, really sub growth subscriber growth yeah view growth watch time just oh everything. watch times were crazy on that because it was so long but like yeah people stuck around for the yeah majority of the 47 minutes that damn thing ended up being i don't know it's it's kind of interesting because i i tend to prefer to watch longer videos now on youtube yeah in a way that i never thought that i would but now I don't personally, I basically I just watch like hour long, four hour long things. Yeah. That's just what I like now. Dude, I remember. And so it's like, yeah, it's kind of what I want to make. I want to do stuff that, that takes yeah, time. I, you know? I remember when I made the Earthbound video all those years ago and ended up being like 20 minutes long. And I was like, man, will people watch a 20 minute video about a single video game? And then I put it up. Everyone's like, not long enough. He didn't talk about this. He didn't talk about that. So I had to remake it to be a half hour long and people were still like, hey, you could talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I, we talked about this earlier, but like uh, I, I've never seen 
Nostalgia Critics The Wall. I've also never like listened to The Wall or seen The Wall. Um, <laughs> basically, my dad was not into Pink Floyd. So I just never got that. He was a Zeppelin guy. He was Zeppelin, Beatles, um, uh, Billy Joel. That's that. That's what AKA I grew up with. Basic. Flea, he was Fleetwood Mac. Basic. Wow. Yeah. You tell that to my dad's face at Christmas. <laughs> I will, and he will be very confused. <laughs> yeah. um, but but on that, but that's beside the point. I have watched numerous uh, explainers and, and videos that break down nostalgia critics the wall. <laughs> Um, and I've never, and I, I said, yeah, I could actually go watch and g- get smart on this album, this movie and this project that, uh, you know, Doug Walker made, um, or I could just watch, <laughs> you know, these things that are just as long. Um, and yeah, that's the, the, those are to me, I like this challenge. Like I said, I put that, you know, that pressure on myself to do the per monthly thing way back then. Uh, you know, one of the superpowers of being like ADHD is that hyper-focus, right? And the for me, a great way to get that hyper focus is to kind of put myself in crunch time, to put myself in in the red on on, on a deadline. Um, that's one way to really inspire me to get off my ass. That I used to need that. I don't need that anymore. Now so, you have me, and I'm like, hey, Derek, get off your ass. All right. <laughs> well, now I got I got two dogs, and they both two cute. dogs. I and got one both- dog staring daggers into my eyes because he forgot that I already gave him a uh turkey chew turkey toy yeah and 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 he already ate Dolph it is still and our other dog enjoying. is still eating it but this the risk here the risk here we are taking though is that um so where we are taking a big hit to our finances by doing this move on patreon so now two videos a month is going to not equal any more uh revenue um and so uh yeah, we're making this change for, you know, the workflow for our emotionally and create creatively, spiritually, uh, so that we can have a little more a little less um pressure. Yeah. But yeah. And we, we said in the video that we're not like because we, we are obviously hoping with this change and with this video that people will who maybe were on the fence about if they want to pledge, like maybe they will will pledge or if people will up their pledges or whatever. Yeah. But we've been um, like, I've been finding job opportunities. Derek's been selling games like where this yeah. isn't like, which is, you know, yeah. so it isn't like not, not, not an quite emergency as, not situation. Quite as proactive as trying to find another job. Well, but I do have like, you know, I had a kind of get us through until I get, you know, something. Well, it turns out like my copy of Power Blade 2 is worth like $700. That game sucks. So, yeah. you know, like I was I was also looking at my game collection and being like, I moved twice last year. Wow, this is a year. Power Blade hate account now. Pa- you know, Power Blade 1. <laughs> Power Blade 1 fucking rules. Okay. Power Blade 2 was always a weak sequel. Uh, okay. All right. Um, facts. And then, yeah, I bought it for like $5 at the Video City back in the 90s. And I was like, I, I'm cool with playing that on emulation. Uh, and also, yeah, we need the extra money. So we're, we're doing those things to kind of uh, uh, have a little nest egg for ourselves. Um, but yeah, you know, if we don't see a huge uh, increase in pledges, is that coming? Is that, I'll have to edit this part out. There is somebody drilling. Our neighbors are drilling closer and closer to our wall. Um, yeah, if, you know, if this doesn't, if we don't see a huge, uh, if, if we don't, if we don't see more people, you know, on the Patreon, join the, on the Patreon, it's, it could be a problem. It could be, it could be an issue, but I'm confident that 
I'm confident that like our goal of just 1% is pretty reasonable. You know, our 300k, 3000 supporters for, I mean, in the, all we have, it's all we're asking for is at least a dollar a month, you know, that seems pretty realistic. And also Grace and I have had this like kind of theory that perhaps a reason some people have never backed us on Patreon um, is they saw the per video, the per creation model. And we're like, how do I budget that? That just sounds like, nah, you know, I'm not safe. And that's totally fine. Like if people maybe they didn't feel safe with that model, like what does that mean per creation? Are they going to suddenly turn around like 10 videos and I got to pay, you know, how much money? And maybe if we are setting ourselves to monthly, it's boom, one number, bam, right there. You, you decide, is it one? Is it two? Is it 30? Is it 100? Whatever you want to put. Boom, that's it. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's e- easier for people to budget. So hopefully just on, on that alone, people will think, oh, cool. I'll support these guys. Um, I don't know. We will see. Uh, I'm, I, 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 I mean, I'm confident uh, that, you know, it's going to work out. Um, even if like right now we didn't, don't get those pledges, we got big ass videos coming Yeah, and we're going to put those videos out. And if, you know, the numbers have suggested that these videos are going to grow the channel more, are going to grow the channel more. Um, the numbers have suggested that they're going to grow the channel more and, you know, by February, March, you know, we should be right back where we are. Yeah, so it'll be good. So if you guys who are already on the Patreon could just have some patience with us while we get things up to snuff. Um, Derek's parents are in town right now. And so we also uh, really wanted to spend this week and maybe like till the end of January, end of December. I mean, mm-hmm. just uh, <laughs> being able to see them and hang out with yeah. them. We, we are. We do. So have we will be taking do. a little bit of a break and then yeah. stockpiling this. This week will be kind of like working bits and pieces here and there. We still have some stuff for the uh, the Zebo video to uh, get to us over um and some yeah. other little odds and ends but major production is gonna like chill out and we even told sober like we gave we gave the, uh, our editor um you know plenty to get started and we told them like hey don't crunch over this does not need to be done yeah years. oh god that felt so good to just yeah. be able to be like we were like i don't know get us a cut by the seventh <laughs> and she was like i don't know the 14th we're like yeah 14th whatever january's fine so you know again it was amazing. Yeah, it's also uh, we we have we we felt bad sometimes having to uh, uh, tell our editors like, oh my god, is that coming? Is is that coming through? Can y'all hear the damn drill that's happening right now? Should I worry about editing this out later? Can't hear anything. Don't hear it. Don't hear. It. Okay, cool. All right. Wow. Good. Our microphones are amazing. <laughs> wow. Okay. Good. All right. Never mind. Then. Um. Shit. What were we talking about? Uh, we're talking about how um, oh yeah, your parents are cool. Oh no, how like we, we uh, <laughs> even though your dad crunching. like listens to Limp Biscuit every day, <laughs> that is not true, and like will not stop. <laughs> okay, Matt McMuscles is not my dad. <laughs> oh, so you're denying the rumors? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, he is daddy, but he's not my dad. Uh, <laughs> no, so yeah, there are times where we had to have our editors kind of crunch a little bit and you know i always felt terrible about that because i've had to do that crunch crunch sucks it's not fun it's not healthy for me you know i used to always kind of crunch and you know edit some videos in like a day or two 
uh, and I would always need like a week to recover. And that was also a problem I used to have with happy video game nerds. I could only ever work on videos when I just was like trying to just brute force crunch. And then I would be exhausted and need like a week or two to recover. And then I was kind of lazy to get back to work on a new video. And then, you know, all of a sudden. And then the anxiety one, happens. Yeah. One week turns into two months, turns into I haven't done a video in three. And then people just ask me, when's the next video? Um, and that was something I, I, I feel more confident about now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I mean, that. I think that on that note, does that kind of like say our piece? We, we also should talk about some like fun stuff. Yeah, while yeah. we're here, not not just talk about the change because we did make a video for it. We got the Patreon post. Mm-hmm. You know, thanks so much to everyone who's listening now. Um, and if you have any other questions, like please don't hesitate to like email us. I guess at um, stopskeletons at gmail dot com. Yeah, or send us a DM on uh, Twitter, probably Twitter or Discord or, or uh, Patreon. Pa- Patreon rather, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, and a question you in the chat. You could DM me on Discord. I don't uh, editors, plural. I might not see it right away. No, not aware you had multiple editors. Y'all are ballers. I mean, we have uh, multiple people that we contract with. Not, we don't have, we do not have multiple uh, like editors, editors on like staff. on retainer yeah. on staff. No, no. It that is, would be very cool. It is basically but... when we have a new project, we poke around our, uh, our editors. Like the pool. Yeah. And be like, hey, who's available. hey, you free? Hey, you free? And um, sometimes like, no, I'm doing a video for this person or I, I, can, I can get you next month, you know. Uh, so um, the closest we ever had to that, that situation was for for a time we did actually have uh, our, our editor Daisy was kind of on a, a retainer yeah, um, for a short time. But even then, I think, yeah, she got uh, busy with other projects. And, and she, worked, she worked with a lot of people. Yeah, she, yeah we, we found her through a friend. So it worked that way. <sighs> Man. Well, so there are there is a lot of like other I guess weirdly there there is some like retro stuff happening i guess yeah you, you're like you, you like fucking barrel through marathon both advanced wars games yeah well done but also i didn't like them very much <laughs> i don't know why i do this to myself yeah <laughs> it's just like this weird anxiety oh thing i do where i so, like so i play well I, I should explain i do like them as strategy games i just don't like the particular strategy rules of advanced wars that much then what what's a good what strategy game you do like tactics ogre knights of lotus mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my favorite i don't know i guess i i kind of like strategy games but i don't play a ton mm. all the time but i'm i am hoping to get into a bunch of them on the game boy advance because um my uh okay. factually superior device mm-hmm. superior in every way to the analog pocket device um your hello kitty my hello kitty gba <laughs> game boy advance with the backlit screen um made by siege just amazing gorgeous mm-hmm. love it i yeah that was a big thing that was going around was uh, uh the, the the embargo for the analog pocket went up uh a couple days ago because like a billion YouTubers all released their reviews for them. <laughs> yeah, at the same time. At the exact same time. And all of them were, I watched a handful, but seemed to be the consensus was, yo, this is the real deal. This piece of hardware is fantastic. And you watched a handful of videos and, and yeah, you, like, you were like, watch the ah. Metal Jesus. Um, like, yeah, I, wa- I watched Rerez. Um, Rerez, the uh, My Life in Gaming guys yeah. who are just like fucking experts. You were like, I don't think it's that much better than what I got. <laughs> I was just a big fuck dealer. I wanted, yeah, I wanted to tell you that because I, I knew you kind of felt bad. Like, oh, no, if I had only waited 
you know, like a month, I would have gotten this instead. But no, yeah. it's I actually think I prefer my um, dumb pink one as someone who it's not dumb, but as someone who it's Hello Kitty pink, it's I furthest thing consistently dumb. get very frustrated with you when you play Bloodborne because your outfits do not match. Like I, I'm someone who, when I play a game, I'm like, even if the stats are worse, I like the aesthetic. Is Grace, I need me. my slow poison <laughs> and my my you know. <laughs> I need to have arcane uh, defense. Okay, yeah, Grace. Arcane. Yeah. yeah, whatever. But is it worth it? Yes. To to mix this- your your navies and your blacks? No, it's mm-hmm. not worth it. <laughs> Grace, the only I th- couldn't think of any. Fashion. The only thing that I want is battle. I just victory. Yeah, I just want. It's their- all gonna get covered in blood anyway, Grace. That's true. It's bloodborne. Damn it. Yes. Um, but yeah, that thing looks really cool. But all the technical stuff around it, I don't know. We just we, we're just not like into technical. I'm like, just not very yeah. Well, you smart. It's, yes. I'm like a little embarrassed about it actually. Like I, I just, probably should get smarter on it. But I, if I'm being real, I just like I don't. I just don't care. Yeah. It's it's cool that like there are people that are out there they want to have that like you know their 8K, 5,000 frames. Uh, you know, Martin does it Sunshine. have a filter or is it? actual hardware like that kind of stuff but i honestly am too dumb and do not really ever notice um yeah and so yeah i admire people who do go the extra mile oh yeah yeah yeah. but i do watch like my life life in gaming and digital foundry sometimes (laughs) and you know a good like 25 percent of that just goes in one ear not the other like i'm no idea what the fuck you're talking about bro (laughs) i just wait till he says it's good okay cool happy for you or sorry that happened. <laughs> oh, did you did you did you watch uh, Matt McMuscle's video on the uh, GTA trilogy? No, I haven't Definitive yet. Definitive edition. Um, uh, uh, John from Digital Foundry has a great cameo. Oh shoot! Okay. Where he's like, oh yeah, the Turbo Nerds at Digital Foundry did a breakdown of all three of the, uh, you know, the G- G- uh, GTA games. Uh, hey John, how were they? And he was just, he just went, they're all bad. He's like, thanks John. And it was <laughs> that was Cute. that was his whole cameo. Yay. That was really funny. Yeah. Yay, John. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but anyway so it, that so that's I out think, get a get a hello kitty one or don't it's fine. well we're still waiting for a play date man yeah play dates. we uh that's uh, true we had a friend um uh pre- get one pre-order for us and yeah they, are, they, they, they pushed them back right right i think they're coming out in february mm-hmm. so that i'm excited for that we'll see i don't know it's i i the play date has sparked such an interesting conversation, I feel like, in just the gaming community. Like, people are either... I think people are right to be skeptical about it, but I just think it's cute. I don't know. <laughs> it's it's a, one of those things, and this is how hype I guess we've just works, had is... so many of these sorts of little consoles But this out. one is different, though. It's, it it's, does it's seem... It so feels different to me, but... It's so specifically trying to be retro, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. The thing I admire the most about it is they're not they're not out here being like this is going to be the most fidelity, the most colors, the b- best graphics. It's like no, this is going to be black and white. It's going to be uh, have a cool crane. Thank thank you for watching. I think it's like I, I, <laughs> well, I guess the the promise specifically of like the season of games. Yeah, yeah. That I do believe you should never buy software based on things that people promise or like hardware based on this is true. the promises yeah, people yeah. make um so i do feel weird about it i, I just i i've i felt that their business model the way that they've carried themselves because they've been out here talking about this play for years 
I think would like to think that they've kind of got their shit together. I have confidence that they got their shit together. Um, and also the the games they're playing to release, you know, just by the very nature of the system, they're not the most complex, demanding, and you would hope difficult to 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 create games. I can't wait to get it and then like take it over to see your niece and nephew and just oh my watch them lose their minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna love it. By the way, slight topic shift, but I'm actually really excited for Christmas in a couple days because I this is the first time in a while I've gone into Christmas feeling 1000% confident that we are going to win Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how are we going to win Christmas, Grace? Oh, well, it just so happens mm-hmm. that Derek and I have yeah. a niece and nephew who have been literally speed running the Metroid Dread demo and are so obsessed with Metroid that they are going back and like playing every single Metroid game yeah. that's ever come out. And they they are difficult. These kids are like like 10 and 13. Yeah. That's I guess that's old. Yo, Metroid, I played Metroid Fusion <laughs> when I was like a teenager. I was like 18 when that game came out. Metroid Fusion is hard. And it's so hard. I watched my I watched my nephew play and he was like, oh, this boss sucks. I'm like, yeah, game's hard. You should, be, you should be playing on a controller on a TV because it's a lot easier to see what's going on. Yeah. Um. So, Derek and Grace got Metroid Dread for the niece and nephew. Yeah, baby. Not, not only that. Not only that. It's it's still a, a Christmas vacation for them. Uh, we're gonna have a sleepover. <laughs> they coming over and oh yeah. When's bedtime? Pfft, you win the cool house night with Uncle Who, Derek now. Who's having cinnamon rolls for breakfast? These guys. These guys. These all guys. of yeah, us. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> um, Not the dogs. Well, they'll get a little, a tiny yeah, piece. Yeah, they'll be fine. Yeah, they'll they'll, be they'll, fine. Get, they'll get a turkey treat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, um, so that, that's, we're excited. And that's like the, I'm very excited. It's like the brand new game. Uh, we we kind of justified the cost because it's like you know what it's two it's for both of them. Yeah, they they share a switch, and so um, that their dad said it was okay. Yeah, <laughs> I, I did say like this is gonna cause some kind of strife, and he's like, nah, it's fine. <laughs> and also, uh, my nephew's birthday is not too shortly after December, so yeah. if if something doesn't work out, I can <laughs> make up for it. You know, uh, just a, a little short while later. Yeah. Who's who's skipping brushing their teeth? Those kids. Well, no, okay. Uncle Derek and Grace will make sure the kids brush their teeth, okay? <laughs> We're not months with cream cheese frosting. Yeah, hey yo. <laughs> oh, and Grace, um, somebody in the chat has actually been talking about that. I, I wanted oh, yeah. to take a second to uh to bring this up though. Uh The Garage Bad Dream Adventure Remastered. Yes. Um, is a, a game that got remastered. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you you did it. it. I did it. Yay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Somebody in the chat and asking about that. Um, yeah. Because they were talking about it on uh, the, the Discord and it looks so cool and crazy. And I was like, oh, I should get this. And then um, I've been so stressed out. I forgot about it. And then I told Derek about it. And then it's like the thought dove back into the ocean. And then like a whale, it came up for air and it mm-hmm. was like, Hey Derek, did you hear about this thing? And then the whale dove back into yeah. the ocean, and I've forgotten about it. So I did, did you get it? I, I bought it. Oh great! But because of the hype, yeah, I was like, all right, I, I want to make sure I spend time with this because it really does seem like it's going to be like just a total. We should explain experience. for people who don't know about it, which is probably 
literally everybody except Maybe, for you, yes. me, and <laughs> the like, this young, and like, e- and this e- person in the Discord. Yeah. So this is a um, kind of I don't want to say sh- shovelware is the wrong word. It's a very obscure game that came out in Japan and only for PC was not very successful initially, like only sold something like 20,000 copies. I don't quite remember. And then went on to become a bit of a cult hit because um, the game, which is called Garage, Derek, what's it called? Garage Bad Dream Adventure. Yeah, it it is a horror point and click point and click Kind of RPG? similar to a what was it's like, I thought it was like I think it's a point and click adventure, right? Yeah. But I I to me I look at it and I'm like, oh, this is like what was it, Dark Seed, which is like the HR Geiger Geiger uh uh game. But like it is a it's just one of those games that like just has a, a crazy aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And in it's it's you know, crazy aesthetic, very obscure game, very horror. Like uh, it, it just all of these things are like, yes. And also somehow like, it managed, all my boxes. Here. It managed to get like a fan translation, and then that translation became official, and it's been released on iOS and Android. And so it's like, yeah, we got to do it. But um, since I have been felt a little intimidated because it is a point and click, so mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. didn't. Which I am. I don't love those games all the time. Like I'm not. You know, I'm not very good at them. Like, I, I guess it's like that's kind of what the point and click genre is, is that you just kind of have to guess what the game developers like weird logic is like, oh, I can't open the door because the door knobs dirty. I guess I better go get <laughs> yeah. a toothbrush from the cat mm-hmm. who needs a mouse that it doesn't put the. But the mouse doesn't like Gouda. So I got to go find like Parmesan. You know what I mean? They're like, <laughs> like they're, they're, crazy. They're, they are puzzles that are kind of clever, but more just obtuse than anything else. You know, yeah. um, and so they, it's like I, I watched you play through uh, Broken Age and there were a handful. Yeah, of that's puzzles the last like, point and click that and you I were played. like, where the hell do I go? And it's like, oh, you didn't click and talk to the grandma three times to tell you about the flyer about the, you know, yeah. or what, whatever it is. That was upsetting. It's always some kind of crap like that. Um, and so, and also just because it's like a fun horror game, I don't like to play those kind of passively. I really like to give them my full attention. So, uh, yes, on your recommendation, um, I have picked it up. I look forward to playing it, but we just had to, uh, we had other stuff to finish yeah. first here. Uh, so yeah, now that, now that, now, now that we're, when I finish this podcast here, I guess then we'll be, I'll be free, free to go back into the garage. <laughs> Um, the what's the other thing that I've been really oh, enjoying? Did you get lately? back to a uh, um inscription? No, not yet. Because you got you were pretty. I have an extreme aversion to having to set things up with cords, and um. So the, here's Grace the sad doesn't truth. like to put the I HDMI cable. I in the TV. I don't like to put because I have because it's a PC only game right now. And I hate playing games on the PC because it makes me feel like I'm working. And yes, it just makes true. me feel like I'm trapped in a nightmare um, landscape. My brain is just confused because I'm like, where am I? Mm. So what Derek very kindly has been doing is he's been taking out the HDMI cable that we literally found in a dumpster that is like 200 feet long. Yeah. Like 50 feet long. I'm, I'm, it's not 200 feet, but it is. No, no, this one's 50 feet long. The other one I took out of the dumpster <laughs> is 200 feet long. Okay. We also have that one. We have that one. I don't know. <laughs> it might be useful someday. 
<laughs> and so right Derek, here. so we have a little TV that's like mounted to the wall. So Derek's got our 50 foot HDMI cable and he'll put it into the TV for me. And then we have to like, you know, like get my keyboard over and there's like this whole setup that has to happen. No, I gotta you have get, to get your keyboard. I have to get my TV tray out. Yeah. The tr- I, I plug a cord in. <laughs> this game I is not it- compatible with controllers. <laughs> it's I, a whole I, nightmare. I, I, I get the HDMI cable. I get our TV tray. Finished. That's it. And so I, I haven't played it because I haven't it done that. She hasn't played of it that uh-huh. because I haven't worked up the courage mm-hmm. to request Derek to do all that for me. <laughs> so I haven't played it lately, but I have been thinking about it. Um, instead, I've been playing hate playing Advance Wars Two because the last uh, mission on that game is so difficult yeah. and is so different from every other mission that you've played beforehand, which is actually a major complaint I have with Advance Wars 1 mm-hmm. is they kind of had, you know, battles, you know, go a certain way. And then all of a sudden the third battle was just, or the last battle was just like, you know, all those things that you've done before, well, throw them out the window. Mm-hmm. There was just like no progression mm. <laughs> to that point. Advance Wars 2 kind of has that problem, but not as bad. Anyway. Well, how does that game stack up to... um uh, Fire Emblem on Switch because that was that, that was the class oh. game you got super into. But this Fire Emblem it's on Switch totally the, different. Yeah, the three houses is barely a strategy game at all. It's more of a uh, Derek. I have to figure out who I'm going to date on which day. Yeah, but it, exactly, it's not like a t- because <laughs> like the thing There's is lots it, of strategy. Advanced Wars and Fire Emblem, like when they remade Fire Emblem games on GBA, it was like the exact same <laughs> system. It's the exact same. I, I think it was the same uh, developers, right? Uh, probably. I think it was Intelligent Design. Yeah. yeah. Also the Fire Emblem, so I think. And- WarioWare, right? Was that WarioWare? Am I wrong? No, that was, no, they did like, no. Wait, it was something weird. Yeah, no, I think it was an internal. I don't. I don't remember. Well, thank, though, thank God you brought it up, Grace. <laughs> thank God you derailed what I was saying to bring that up. I don't understand why Advance Wars are were so popular. Mm. I guess that's like the weird thing I'm I'm left with is I and maybe it's because I've I've just benefited from existing in a post advanced wars world yeah and i think and I, i'm like that's what it is and i'm just like why is because I, I think when advanced wars came out it was one of the first kind of like big strategy games for america like that um because because yeah. after that then we got because fire emblem had existed for a long time before the gba4 finally came to america mm-hmm. um but then after that you know there was ps2 had like disgaea and la Pucelle tactics um and you know i think up to that point and that weird playstation 2 game that oh sorry i will have to be more specific huh? yes yeah <laughs> um with the with the guy <laughs> again i'm glad you stopped me in the middle of what i was saying so that you could add something to the conversation here and, and he's sad what are you talking he has to do stuff i don't know Katamari I, Damashi? It's, no it's a weird it's a weird strategy <laughs> that... I'm so sorry, but I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go melt into a puddle <laughs> yeah. of embarrassment now. Oh, but of course, yeah. Final Fantasy Tactics. Yes, I was gonna say Final Fantasy Tactics was maybe the first big strategy game for the America. There's also Vagrant Story. No, not Vagrant Story. Va- Vagrant Hearts, Valiant Hearts. Oh shit, what was that game called? There was a Konami published a strategy game for PS1. That was really gory. For some reason, um, but I, I feel like with Advance Wars was just such a huge deal when it came out. 
Are you okay, Grace? I'm trying to keep the podcast going. I'm He's like to- a dragon man. <laughs> so, is it like Breath of Fire Dragon Corner? No, no, no. It's like a weird one. And it's like shockingly rare. And for some reason, I had it as a child on the PlayStation 2, even though it's Arc like- the Lad? Yeah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's on an island. That's <laughs> like everything yeah, like, I was right, trying to remember. A, oh yeah, an RPG by a dragon boy on an island. <laughs> Which one could that be? I'm sorry, I'm like dying. <laughs> the RPG from Japan about the dragon that killed on an island has big dreams. Turns six, he turns sixteen and, and be- <laughs> makes a ragtag group of yeah, yeah. found family. Yeah. <laughs> It's called Quest or Night or something like that. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, oh, Vandal Hearts. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Um, I but I think to to wrap this up, I think the reason why Advanced Wars has is so. Uh yeah, you are you you are living in a post Advanced Wars world. Yeah, and I I think I. Um, I understand, I guess, why it became popular because it does have a quote in the sense that there's that stereotype where it's like Americans only want to play games where they're guys where they're shooting people like that's You know, you don't have to like buy into like fantasy elements of like, oh, you know, we're mermaids and we're fighting fairies. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, OK, it's a truck. <laughs> I'm not it's some kind truck. of truck. It's a mermaid. No. Fairies? Uh-uh. It's a truck? Yeah. <laughs> I love trucks. Advanced truck wars. <laughs> truck wars, too. Give me a truck. Well, there are literally no trucks in that game. It's a, like tanks, you know, whatever. Yeah. So, I don't a know why I said like truck. like a truck with a gun. Besides that, I'm really bad at remembering the names of things. I'm going to call. I think it's the, the title is, if this is. This <laughs> truck is gonna, is, is a, t- a tank is a truck with a gun. <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah I think that aesthetics there but then like the all the little complaints that I have about the game where I'm like well it's not clear if this is a war where people die or if this is just shooty fun times you know and I'm yeah I like those are like little things that I don't like but also it's like of course those things are left a little ambiguous yeah (laughs) you know Apparently, Derek was telling me for the third one, they go full in on war is hell. Yeah, I I, I, see, I only ever played the first one a little bit. Um, and then I bought the second one because I think I found it cheap. I don't know. I never got into it, but I always heard that I think it's yeah the third or fourth Advanced Wars game for the DS or 3DS. I forget. They kind of pull a Jack and Daxter three. They, they go. Perhaps. Yeah, they get all dark. Like it's all dark and gritty. And it's like, oh, the fourth and, one. Okay. No. Yeah. OK. Now, you know, no one really liked that one. Yeah. <laughs> days they, of ruin they yeah. are actually bringing the game back on um switch mm-hmm. like uh, having a one plus two collection which i i think could potentially be cool there yeah there are just a few things about the game that i don't love it didn't feel all the way polished to me but you know it's still go don't let your dreams I just be dreams remember, kids go play it if you like, want to when i it. met you you were like oh i had a gba and I was like, oh, yeah, well, what games did you play on it? Uh, name five of their best albums. Well, then, then you're like, oh, man, the one that I honestly I love the most was uh, Tactics Ogre. And I was like, that's a pretty deep cut. Whoa. Um, hey, see, do you want to move to Seattle and start a business? <laughs> there's, 
I, I had a, a thing where I would, because I loved Kingdom Hearts so much, <laughs> because the Disney Channel <laughs> successfully advertised Kingdom Hearts to be so hard. This is like any story about Grace's childhood starts with, because I love Kingdom Hearts so much. <laughs> so much. I, um, whenever I would buy games, I would only buy games with anime characters on the cover and or if they had like pretty people on the cover and that particular game it's definitely it was anime light in the way it was but it definitely had a man with a ponytail looking wistfully over his shoulder on the cover close enough yeah yeah (laughs) close enough (laughs) it um so i bought that game i had no idea what i was in for i didn't read the back i don't know what a jrpg is i'm 12 you know Mm -hmm. or in a strategy game i don't know any of these things there are other games i got that ended up being kind of duds i would say like or just games i didn't really like very much like um the not harvest moon but like it's like the game that's like harvest moon but you're also you also fight a lot (laughs) and you're and you're you're on an epic quest but you also marry people oh sure Um, (laughs) actually i don't i I don't know what you're talking about i think it's called it's still around is is it like one of the harvest moon like like spinoffs something rune factory yeah it might be rune factory i thought that was a d no there was a yeah there was a ds one and i think i got the first one i just ended up it just wasn't all the way put together. It's like, yeah, you can, well, you, you should. You, well, you liked uh, uh, Stardew Valley. You marry people in that. Yep. I mean, you should have loved that one. Yeah, I think I got to like the third year in that one, mm-hmm. but I, I, and then forgot almost everything about it immediately. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one's fine. It was just. Um, I don't think it really counts as a dud if you got to the year three. No, and I, I'm not saying Stardew Valley is a dud at all. Sorry, I was saying that. Or, I mean, the first Rune, Rune, Factory Rune Factory game I ended up not liking because I thought, I guess some of the mechanics were a little <laughs> too intellectual for me. I'm not, I don't quite remember. I just remember it being too confusing. Yeah. <laughs> for, for <laughs> too <me>. intellectual. <laughs> yeah. Too future. <laughs> Still though, I mean, like those, those, those are two deep cuts. If you were like, oh, it was SpongeBob and. Yeah, I you know, never rats. played a SpongeBob game. I think, and it, it's kind of cool to me that so so many people like have such powerful nostalgia for those games because i growing up i didn't know anyone else who played video games really um no actually that is true there was one kid who like had spyro when i was like in the third grade and then we moved away so like i really didn't know anyone else (laughs) who played video games Mm -hmm. and so and i guess i was at the age when, when those games came out i was like these are for babies these are <laughs> dumb i would never and so i i only played the ones with the weird anime pictures on the cover. that's uh, that seems like a, a why i feel like that's similar to the kid who's like i don't like video games but i play all the ones with goku <laughs> anyone's got a goku and I, well let me tell you about this new game that came out it's got five goku it's got five, i want all five of them you want to play the dragon ball z fighter game 20 Gokus. So many Gokus. <laughs> I was watching Dragon Ball Fighters on Evo. 90 Gokus. It's, so it's all Gokus. Oops, all Gokus. Oops, all the Gokus. <laughs> um. That's the, another, another possible title episode. It's Oops, all Gokus. Oh, man. So what else is... what else, You know what? We're... We're loose right now because this is kind of like the end of the year for us. Yeah. Uh, we're on the final kind of stretch here. 
Yep. Um, if anyone wants a dog update, Launchpad is still has moved moved from me to Derek to mm-hmm. stare intently at Derek to be like, "Hey, did you forget to give me a treat?" And now he's moved back to me. He just kind of punched my leg with his paws a little so bit. So he was on my lap, and I think it was so he could get a better view of you because he wasn't like lying down and comfortably on my lap. He was just like st- sitting up on on my lap, like with his sharp, like stilt chopstick hands, poking my thighs, and then. He jumped off and now he's still staring at you. Um, yeah, that's the dog update. Oh, speaking we're also being informed in the chat that there's also like four Vegetas. Well, okay, speaking, Come on. Gokus are important, sure. But if there was any character that epitomized, for me personally, the I can fix him man crush that some girls go through <laughs> for me vegeta was that character for that that crush mm-hmm. i still love him i still got a picture of vegeta yeah, up yeah. on my wall right now and i i can fix him mm-hmm. do i have any redeeming qualities that vegeta would be interested in no almost zero mm-hmm. <laughs> but he we will love each other and we will have babies and and we'll I don't know. We'll probably take over the universe and, and then murder people your together. Your ba- ba- babies with Goku's babies will join yeah. forces against Boo, and and then we'll defeat Goku's babies because our babies will be stronger, mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously. Yeah, but yeah, um, man, big crush on Vegeta when I was little. <laughs> oh man, even though he's short, especially short king, short king. Hell yes, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> he um, good for me at least because you know he he just. I just, he just has the best personality, you know, just. He's kind of a jerk, though. He's, yeah. He's a jerk, but he has a heart of gold. Yeah. And he doesn't want to admit it. But then, yeah, they keep riding him into situations. Um, I mean, his character kind of goes, goes through it. He's got, he, he has an, he is one of the more interesting. Like, Goku is a fun character, but his character is basically, he's pure and is always good yeah. and works hard. It's a little boring. It's a little too Sailor Moon. I mean, <laughs> it's very anime. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, sure. it's it's a solid archetype, but like, you know, Vegeta's a good anti-hero. He's a good villain slash hero. And then, you know, see Bulma say something about him having a cute butt. And he's like, you know, like it's all red. That kind of stuff. He eats food really fast. Goku does. I don't yeah. know if, does Vegeta eat food fast? They do. Yeah. Or just all It's like a weird thing that Saiyans. all the men in that show eat food very fast. And it's like a thing. Oh, okay. I always found that very confusing as a kid because I was like, "It's funny." Does that mean he's working harder? No. Then Goku's got a big belly. He's like, "Oh, I'm I stuffed. just eat fast naturally." Yeah. Um. Gotta work off this big belly. What? Kamehame poop. Oh, I do have on the subject of anime. I do have an anime that I've been getting into that I really recommend to people. Oh, yeah. It's just like a little decompression anime. It's on Netflix right now. It might be something people have already heard about. I am just. I live under a, an advanced war shaped rock. Yeah. <laughs> or tactics we, we, shaped rock. We have a handful of friends who do like anime YouTube videos and like they're good friends, but I don't watch their videos. I do because I, I, I find them fun and interesting. Yeah, I, can, I occasionally watch them, but I don't keep up. Anyway, on them I don't so this show anime, so is uh, for the people in my life who could care less about dragon boys with a heart of gold just trying to <laughs> get off their island and see the world and find a new family, etc. So what kind of action-packed trouble are these it's, superheroes getting into? This is for people who like more boring anime. Like, I I prefer the more boring kind, the cute kind. So this one's called Comey Can't Communicate, and it's just a show about a girl who can't 
is so has so much social anxiety she physically just can't talk <laughs> in front of people mm-hmm. and it's just about the friends she meets along the way and just all the little things she does to try to get better at talking to people it's really cute that's it so it's basically the king's speech but for anime <laughs> no nailed no. it uh no but it's just very cute and it's also like very very much slice of life like each like there's many each episode is probably divided into like four little mini episodes and they're all called missions like mission 12 <laughs> and like cute. like mission 12 is okay you need to try to order something from starbucks by yourself like mm. that that's literally like the whole yeah, yeah. five minutes it's just her dealing with that does she and, talk or does she like write it down a piece of paper and just say like uh, latte and <laughs> It varies. It varies. Oh, okay. It's, yeah, actually, yeah. Don't spoil it. And yeah, and that don't one in particular, um, something different happens. So. <gasps> but oh God, I can't wait. It's it's really cute. Uh, one thing I will warn you with is I did, and this is kind of like a byproduct of like any anime. I did feel like it had some weird sex stuff. <laughs> I would feel, yeah. you know, and it's That's... not like overt sex stuff. It's just. I don't know if it's the translation, I, if it's a cultural thing. Someone just goes like, oh, you're quiet, but you got ballistics. Yeah, it's like we're, we're having just a nice conversation about tea, and then someone will say something, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm old. Mm-hmm, maybe, but yeah. there's, or- it's like that sort of thing will happen. I think there's probably like three that I can think of, and I've watched like six episodes. So it's not like... Ha- it happens constantly where there's mm-hmm. weird fan servicey stuff all the time. It's just it happens. So maybe don't watch it with your kid. But it sounds, it's like, still what, really sounds cute. like what you're saying is like warning this anime. Please don't think I'm anime. weird. Yeah, don't think I'm weird. <laughs> if you watch this anime and you're like, oh, my God, Grace. Yeah. <laughs> well, I wanted to talk about something before we uh, go. Uh, so this Xbox, have you heard of it? Um, they got this thing called the Game Pass. Have you heard of it? I have. Uh, they introduced a new thing, uh, cloud gaming on the Game Pass. Um, and it was pretty spiffy. Uh, I don't know if it's like available everywhere. Maybe Explain what it is. So it's one of the benefits maybe of, of, you know, living here in Seattle, here in Washington is like maybe we're front row seat for this kind of thing. But basically, you know, Game Pass is this Netflix style thing. Maybe you have heard of it. But, you know, downloading games takes a long time. Uh, with the cloud, you can just hit like, boom, play now. And pretty much like you hit the button and f- within 10 seconds, maybe game is loaded. And I uh, just loaded up Doom. I was just like, holy shit, can I just like play Doom? And within a few minutes, I was, you know, in the elevator, cocking my shotgun and, you know, uh, listening to, um, you know, Samuel Hayden talk about we had to do for the company it was like i was playing doom without having to install it it was right there however uh there was a pretty sizable lag in my controls um mm-hmm. you know i was playing on like i think i just played on like normal difficulty and like was having serious trouble getting out of the uh uh the first room with like the imps and i was like because i'm playing like three seconds behind myself it did not look great. There was a huge refresh. Like it looked like you know you're like playing on like a VHS screen. And it would wipe, and I suddenly like textures would pop in. Yeah. So like it has a ways, a long ways to go. And even on, we tried it with much simpler. Yeah. Games. There was another game that was kind of like an kind of stylish, isometric, almost Hotline Miami, but with like Vikings or something like that. Yeah. And so that you know, it's obviously not trying to be a first person shooter and render yeah. like 3D or whatever. And it it still had some issues. 
However, say- I will say that like, you know, there's so much stuff on Game Pass. Um, if you very quickly get that overwhelming uh, issue, like, oh, there's so much to play. And even when you download it all, you're like, which one do I do first? Like, it's just kind of like you, you, you get overwhelmed. I think this is a really good way to like rent games to try before you buy or even like try before you download. Um, and so that, that, that to me was, that's what it's worth is, uh, cause man, I, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like I, I, I new games come out on places like game pass and I watch the trailers and I'll be honest by the time the trailer's done. I'm like, I don't even know what this game is really. It's a roguelike. <laughs> it's maybe it's, it's probably a roguelike. It probably is isometric. You're probably going to show me a sizzle reel of, uh, all the loot you can get, all the different things you can equip. And it's like, cool, but what is the game? Yes, you can do combos and you got explosive magic and sure, but what the hell is your game? And then I'm like, I guess I'll download it. And sometimes I just forget. This is a good tool for just like to try really quick. Yeah. Sample. And I feel like that's probably the best use case for it mm-hmm. at this point because it isn't really like, I don't know, good. I don't think it's really good enough to no. permanently game on. No. It's and for context, we actually are lucky enough to live, you know, close enough to a city. So we have access to pretty good Internet, even yeah. though so we, we have Comcast. So they still like throttle us and it sucks. But we, we yeah. technically have a gig, which is amazing. We're supposed to. We're supposed we've, to have we've, a gig. We've never fucking got kind of don't. That. We, we live in a in a monopoly, so we can't. It's not like there's a oh, America. You mean. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, you know, whatever. We're, we're kind of stuck with what we got. But we do. So we do have much better internet than a majority of people yeah in the united states and even we were like ooh, maybe not yeah again it was then neat to just try before you buy but um i do think that that is that is going to be like the future eventually they're going to keep pushing for that because we're moving to an all digital um you know we're pretty much already here at all digital in terms of video games but you can still download something to your computer, you know? So it's like I, a game is delisted or whatever, but I still have it physically on my on my computer, on my system. Uh, and so long as I just don't delete PT, right? I'm going to have it forever, that kind of thing. Um, I do think that like this cloud streaming thing is going to eventually like you won't even have access to it. Like you'll be able because you're just streaming it off of somebody else's off of their, you know, the headquarter computer. And when they decide, no, this game is gone they will also get rid of access to it. Yeah. That's kind of scary. It'll be interesting to see how all that shakes out because I believe in... uh, It it feels like every time a company tries to evade piracy, it, you know, Mm -hmm. the pirates find a way. It's like... Yeah. And and, and to me, it was cool to be able to try this uh, cloud thing. It was also be like, all right, well, if Microsoft and Xbox and Game Pass haven't nailed this down yet... I feel like then we are a very far away from that being a uh, a standard yeah, for, for sure. this industry. Because I do think we're going to the point where it's like, we'll just sell you a TV that has Netflix, that has ESPN, that has Xbox on it. Uh, and you won't even have to worry about buying systems anymore. Um, which I think that's going to be an incredibly convenient situation. I think the consumer will absolutely want that. Uh, but I do think that for preservation and stuff like that, it's going to be a problem. Um, and yeah, piracy fills a hole. Like piracy doesn't just exist because people want to make money and rip off people. You know, it fills a need mm-hmm. in the market. 
it's we, we're you know what we're working on the uh uh Zebo video, the Zebo past mortem, and piracy plays is a huge character in that story. Um, and you'll guess we'll you'll learn more about that a little later. Uh, I guess if we have any other questions, um, normally we would have uh posted um <laughs> the the usually we post about the podcast earlier in the day, much earlier in the day, uh, and ask people for questions. Uh, we did not have a chance to do that because uh, we were just posting the uh, the vlog and getting all of that ready. So uh, we don't have any whole lot of questions. Oh, somebody asking, oh, what is our game of the year for 2021? Oh. <sighs> Man. Uh, I'm trying to think about like new games I played this year. I really liked... Um, uh, wait, did Monster Hunter Rise come out this year? Or was that actually last well, year? Well, isn't your game of the year a Bloodborne? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I feel like it's what you played the most. Yeah, this year. I I played a lot of Resident Evil Eight. Oh, that's true. Um, I will say that I almost platinum that game, but uh, the last few bosses on Village of Shadows mode was just like so fucking hard and not fun. Just you know, I was I was talking about the Bloodborne bosses that were also like just not fun. Um, but yeah, honestly, I fell back into Bloodborne really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's Hollow Knight. <laughs> you got into Hollow Knight big time. Man, you know Wait, what? That's the bad thing is we don't play a ton of new games because it. Yep. Some, sometimes I just don't feel very like interested in new games. I guess Inscription is maybe probably my true answer, but it's not like it's coming from someone who actually has played enough games this year. Yeah. I'm really excited about uh, getting our niece and nephew Metroid Dread mm-hmm. for because I will finally, you know, get to watch it, <laughs> I guess. So I'm, I'm really excited to see that. Oh, I um, I played a whole ton of a Medieval, uh, which is a, a New Blood um game. So like the, you know, from the from, from the makers of Dusk, uh, sorry, Dusk. Uh, yeah, I, I played. If Dusk is their not Quake game, I played their not Hexen game, uh, and I had a lot of fun playing that on my super wide monitor. I've talked about it a bit. Um. I think what's kind of a, 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 a sad moment for 2021 was the year that we um, stopped playing Dead by Daylight. Oh, yeah. When the uh, Resident Evil DLC happened, uh, since we pr- play primarily on console, uh, those got th- those were just like in terrible shape and they didn't patch them quick enough. And I just kind of... Yeah. Yeah, I feel, I think that game, you know, is kind of trapped in a in a loop of like always needing to push out new content mm-hmm. and get new exciting characters and whatnot, you know, for so that people will buy DLC and whatnot. And they never have time. But they actually don't focus on fixing the game or getting Yeah. You know, fixing all the long term problems. And I just kinda of finally got sick of it when I like literally could not play the game on console. After the Resident Evil mm-hmm. DLC, Dead which, Hard didn't work. The, 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 the Dead Dead Hard didn't work. Yeah, can't play a game without Dead Dead Hard's the was in my. I had an amazing perk build. Mm-hmm. I was getting into red ranks. I was like getting so good. You were actually, and yeah. then it, it was just like, oh, I physically can't play anymore, and it was just such a huge bummer that I just stopped. Uh, he was saying Tony Hawk One and Two. That was 2020, but I think Tony Hawk One and Two HD came out uh, on Switch. In 2021, so yeah. I, I think that can still count. The GTA remastered. <laughs> you played that for Andreas. 
I played the San Andreas one and I just thought it looked weird. <laughs> I thought it played fine. I, I haven't really gotten caught up on all of the drama stuff that's been happening around that, but I, I, I haven't watched Matt's video yet, but I'm excited oh, okay. to. You know what? Last year, um, I got Cyberpunk for PS4 mm-hmm. and uh, I downloaded it and I installed it and I haven't updated it. And I'm kind of waiting until things kind of calm down and I hope to do a delisted video on the broken state that that game was in. We'll see. Cause then I also, cause the, what would I then do? Like, you know, buy the modern version, update that one and see how the differences is differences are. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. Grace, Grace <laughs> is looking at her, Grace, Grace is looking at her phone. I'm tired. I laughed too hard. <laughs> Apologies if that was insufferable to listen to, but yeah. man, I'm, I'm sleepy. My dog has fallen asleep on my desk yeah launchpad's given up mm-hmm. well uh i guess that, that that'll that'll do it then this is gonna be the last episode of the year because we're here on the 20th uh you know we got christmas coming here we got yeah uh, stay, New Year's coming here stay so. tuned for updates because i'm not sure um what's gonna well january 3rd is the first monday yeah and i let's let's might... stay stay tuned because we might skip that because it's so close to the new year's day mm-hmm. holiday but we'll we'll figure it out so stay posted on twitter and on the patreon we'll let you guys know yeah and uh yeah have have a great rest of your week yeah have 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 a when happy a- safe holiday yeah uh you're listening to this on the 21st have a safe and happy solstice hey it's only gonna get brighter from here on out right mm-hmm. hey um yeah we're gonna be back but we're going to be taking a short break, but we are going to hit 2022 so hard in the face. So hard. I say it every year. Every single year I have that poorly aged content where I'm like, next year's going to be great. But you know what? I just I just have to stay positive. I just always look forward to the next year. You know, the next day, the next week, the next month, the next year is always possibility, man. I always just uh, got to stay positive. Uh, so, you know what? I, I also thought that 2020 was going to be a good year and it wasn't. And 2021 also was, you know, not that great either, but whatever. I'm going to always say next year, it's going to fucking rule 2022. We all going to get it. It's all going to be awesome. All right. So uh, I'll say goodnight. Grace is on her phone. No. Good night. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Everyone take care. Happy holidays. Stay warm. Stay powerful. And good night.